It's Sunday morning, <laughs> so make a joyful noise. So make a joyful noise <laughs> to the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, this is the day that God has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Welcome, Middle Church. We're so glad to have you this morning. And I'm glad to be back. All right, y'all, I have just a couple things I'm going to say, and then I'm going to let us get into this worship. Um, September 11th, as you all know, is next Sunday, and it is the 21st anniversary. It only comes around every seven years that it's on a Sunday. So we do hope that you will join us um, in being together in that moment. And also, we'll spend some time in the park afterwards, just having like some one-on-one time to talk through um, anything you might be holding around that. So please join us next Sunday. And the chat and chew space will be that sort of space if you are online. So we hope that we will see you there as well. On the 20th of September, we're having a queer round table. Um, They'll be talking about voting, all kinds of things. So you can uh, attend that as well on the 20th. The 25th is homecoming. Homecoming is on the 25th. We will have two worships. So you can join us at 10 or 11.45 on the 25th. And like a homecoming fair will be happening as well. Some food, folks, and fun. So we hope that you will come. Sign up for some community small groups. If you are not a member of one and you've been trying to get in, this is the moment. Um, we also, this is also when you can get in on some volunteering opportunities. So come and do all those things on the 25th. Okay? Yes. yes. Guess what, y'all? It's the first Sunday of September. So if we have any Sunday or September birthdays in the house, will you please stand? If you are a September birthday and you are online, please write in the chat. You know, if you're willing to share, we would love to know that it is your birthday so that we may celebrate you by singing happy birthday. Oh, there it is. Take a deep breath with me, please. Come, let us worship God. How y'all doing, Middle? Some of you look a little shell-shocked. So, hello? Hello? (laughs) Is it Sunday morning? Woo, it's early. Although it's almost noon, so it's not quite as early as we think for a little happy birthday, Reverly. We're going to ask you to stand as you are able as we uh, take on our opening hymn. Cantemos al Señor. Can you say that for me? Cantemos al Señor. You've learned all the Spanish in the song. You're now bilingual. You can collect your certificate outside the door. Online, we will mail it to you. Uh, Here we go.
the vibe underneath that? A little vibe? Cantemos al Señor A hymn of glad rejoicing To sing a hymn of love At the noon is rest beginning The day of the day of the ocean And God Put a little emoji if you're moving just so we know you're still alive. Burden to the Lord and leave it. 
Now, let us pray the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray in whatever language you know, whatever version you know. Um, there's one in the bulletin if you'd like. Um, online, you can find that as well. Ever-loving and holy God, hallowed be your name. Your reign come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts. Amen, amen. And now if you will stand with me, pass the peace to those around you. Peace of God be with you.
There's a voice that cries out in the silence Searching for a heart that will love them Longing for a child that will give them their all Give it all, God wants it all And there's a God that walks over the earth They're searching for a heart that is desperate and longing for a child that will give them their all give it all god wants it all and god says love me love me with your whole heart god wants it all today serve me serve me with your life now god wants it all today it all today. God wants it all. And there's a God that walks over the earth. They're searching for a heart that is desperate. Longing for a child that will give them their all. Give it all. God wants it all. And God says, love me. Amen and amen. Family, now hear the word. It is Luke 14, verses 25-33. Now large crowds were traveling with him, and he turned and said to them, whoever comes to me and does not hate 
father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and even life itself cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry the cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. For which of you intending to build a tower does not first sit down and estimate the cost to see whether he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it will begin to ridicule him, saying, this fellow began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king going out to wage war against another king will not sit down first and consider whether he is able with 10,000 to oppose the one who comes against him with 20,000. If he cannot, then while the other is still far away, he sends a delegation and asks for the terms of peace. So therefore, none of you can become my disciple if you do not give up all your possessions. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Family, siblings, friends, online family, how are you? Good morning, good afternoon. Let us touch and agree. Please pray with me. Almighty God, way maker, holy one, let our ears hear and minds hear you because creator, you are still speaking. I come to the sacred desk today asking, praying that the words of our mouths and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Amen. You know what? We're here in person at East End Temple. Isn't that a good thing? Everybody virtually, thank you for being with us. Come on, clap that up. That we are able to worship together and connect. What a blessing to bring the message this day. Yes, indeed. So let us take a journey together. Now, you know, as I prepared this sermon, I thought about us moving into Labor Day. Yes, tomorrow's Labor Day, right? And, you know, I was saying farewell to summer fun, you know, going to the beach and hanging out with friends, barbecues, and no reason for that to stop. But as an educator, I'm gearing up for autumn. And I know many of us online and here at East End, we're educators. And um, I started reflecting on my work at Middle and the work that I do with clients and with my students at Union Theological Seminary and at Fordham University. And, oh, go Rams. <laughs> Great, good to hear that. There are so many of us that are moving forward to school. I've never liked the phrase back to school. I always think about moving forward. That's always critical. And you know, as we learn as students, as teachers, as professors, as administrators, as parents, and just the lifelong curious, I think about the concept of learner. So come with me. 
And I think about today's scripture, Luke 14, 25, And I don't know about you, but I think about Jesus teaching and helping people understand the cost of discipleship, the cost of discipleship. And by the way, the word disciple can mean follower, believer, but I don't know about anybody who took Latin. I took a little Latin. And pray with me as I pronounce this, the Latin word for disciple is disere, D-I-S-C-E-R-E, all right? And it literally means learner. Now, the scripture reminds us that as learners, as disciples, we are engaged in process, process, not perfection. And that bears repeating. We are involved in process, not perfection. We as disciples, as learners, are on our individual and collective faith journeys. And I want to take this time to put scripture in perspective, historical perspective, if you will. How many people remember this scripture as being very stern and very, very cautionary? And I'm wondering, and definitely for those, put it in the chat online. How did you receive this scripture when you first heard it? And I need to hear from everybody, because this is participatory. I'm not going to stand here by myself. We're worshiping together, right? So when you've heard this scripture before, give me some descriptives. I'm a teacher, so I'm an educator, so I need you to come on with it. What did you hear? Ooh, say that nice and loud again. Contradictions. Ooh, but we're going to have a good time with this scripture. What else did you hear? What else did you hear? Ultimatum. Ooh, ultimatum. Ooh, come on. And they come in with New York Times words. Okay, good, good. <laughs> yes. What else? Ooh, conflict. Love it. What else? Hard line. Ooh, perfect. So I think God is guiding us together to examine this scripture. Thank you so much. Didn't they? I'm like, when we start moving along in this, ah, <laughs> I might come back to the middle. And thank you to everybody online who's participating. I offer instead that we examine lamenting on the language of this scripture, lamenting on the language of this scripture. And I plead with you to consider the cross, the cost. And here's another one for you, because something I want to focus on in terms of this scripture is community. So bear with me, come with me. I offer this. Before we go further, let's recall Jesus' journey to Jerusalem, because that's a lot of what Luke is about, particularly the 14th chapter, you with me? And this is described in first century context, yes? So, so much is going on, corruption, war, violence, poverty, and uh, hmm, dominance of empire, sound familiar? Hmm. Now, Jesus is quite the sojourner and traveling with urgent purpose. And in Luke 14 alone, so much occurs. Jesus is healing. Jesus is teaching. Jesus is mentoring. Jesus is leading. Jesus is offering prophecy. 
Jesus accepts an invitation and dines with the Pharisees. Jesus tells the banquet host to invite all, rich and poor, and instructs them that no one should be denied of the table. Now, something that I want to talk about in terms of Luke 14, 11, to reflect on today. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. The lesson here, Jesus teaches, preaches good news that many hear, but so many will not comprehend. Let me go over that again, because let's think about that a minute. Jesus teaches, preaches good news that many will hear, but so many will not comprehend. So let's go on. If I look at Luke 14, 25, 27, now large crowds were traveling with him and turned and said to them, whoever comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even life itself cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry the cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. Now, you know, Jesus was at the banquets and he was connecting with people and folks were following him and gathering. We had Jewish people and we had folks who were curious and fledgling Christians and maybe people who were just curious about who was this man creating and performing miracles. Jesus walked on with the knowledge that he was making his last journey. You with me? The last journey to Jerusalem. Jesus was determined to give his all and carry his cross, for he knew his time on earth was coming to an end. There's even more to consider with this passage. This is the first century. Jewish citizens and some of other spiritual traditions had decided to follow Jesus. Now, remember, if you're openly professing to be a Christian in those times, it was giving up everything. It was the sacrifice. It was the everything to follow Jesus, even your possessions, your family, your life. Now, another lens we could look at is hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even their own life. It's important for us to understand that this is, I'm going to bring another word in, again, because I'm an educator, hyperbole. Mm, mm, an over-exaggerated statement to make a point, right? So the love for Jesus is more than family, it's more than self these exaggerations provided powerful and urgent imagery for someone who wants to make a total commitment to Jesus. So now I go further. Now we read 28 and 29, and at the end, right at that key point of 29, this fellow began to build and was not able to finish that Here's another metaphor that the focus here is to use your financial resources wisely so you don't run out of money when you're building a tower or you're building something. But as a disciple, as a learner, you plan, you complete what you start. Amen. So then, moving on to the next verses, 31, yes, and 32, you, we heard it already, so I don't need to repeat it, but I just want to give you this nugget. 
If he cannot, then while the other is still far away, he sends a delegation and asks for the terms of peace. These verses provide a parable, a lesson, if you will, about a ruler and how a ruler will not go into battle without assessing their human forces and military strategies. Now, at the same turn, a follower of Jesus would never move forward without understanding the cost, the consequences, all right now. So the last verse brings us to, so therefore, therefore, none of you can become my disciple if you do not give up all your possessions. This last verse, hmm, the cost of discipleship, focuses again on total surrender to God. If you have decided to follow Jesus, come forth with sincere intentions. Hmm. Now friends, 21st century, today, September 2022, this is Communion Sunday. I urge you, I plead with you to come to this table knowing that our discipleship, our radical learning is a process, not perfection. Say that with me. It is a process, not perfection. This Communion Sunday, all is ready. Know that your all is enough. Know that all of you that you bring is enough. As community, let us all be aware of how we can carry the cross and the cost of resurrection together, together. Let us reimagine the work and the cost of being community. We are disciples, we are learners, students, that work to seek instruction on how to follow Jesus bit by bit, more and more, mm, day by day. Because when you get right down to it, Jesus gave the most important lesson, work, charge, commandment of them all. Love one another as I have loved you. Easy to say, but not always easy to carry out. How do we love? How do we care for each other? How do we love when we don't always feel the love? Truth be told, through the joys and sorrows that life brings, we can continue to be the love learners, the love disciples, the love learners, the love disciples. This is Communion Sunday. Come to the table. Bring the all of you that is wounded. Bring the all of you that is well. Bring the all of you that's not quite sure. Hmm, middle, middle. What does Jesus mean when he says, follow me? And how can we reimagine beloved community? This is Communion Sunday. Come to the table. Come to the table. All is ready. All is ready. The all that you are is celebrated here. The all that you are is affirmed here. You 
We, our community, at this table, you are the beloved always. Let it be so. Amen and amen. Monique has said, friends, the table is set before us. And we gather now around it, much like Jesus gathered with ordinary people just like us, called to do extraordinary things. If you're worshiping at home, now is the time to gather your elements, whether they be coffee and crackers, mimosa, you know what's best for you. And if you are here in the space, you should have your elements with you. If not, raise your hand and an usher will bring it to you. There's someone in the balcony who needs the elements. Please, ushers. And one more down. Oh, Penny has theirs. Great. Friends, we remember as we do this that this table is not ours but God's. Therefore, it is open to all. As we gathered, we're called to remember God's promises of justice, love, and liberation. And we are also called to literally remember, to put back together that which is broken. Family around this table, we profess that we must remember to do our part to put back together so many things as we remember Jackson, Mississippi, a predominantly black city languishing without water. We must remember New York City's public education budget slashed by over $400 million and thousands suffering in Pakistan after devastated flooding. We must remember those parts of ourselves that are hurting, afraid, unsure how to move forward, those parts of ourselves that need an extra reminder of God's grace and mercy. And we do this remembering, this putting back together around this holy table, proclaiming that God rejects tables of injustice in a world that flourishes in that. We claim a table full of abundance, enough water, enough money for our children's schools, climate justice, and balm for our souls. Now, we recall how Jesus took this bread and blessed it, broke it, and said, this is my body, broken for you. As you eat it, know that your body is enough. Your body is divine. Your body can be remembered as we together remember the world. Amanda. Thank you. Thanks be to God. And in the same way, Jesus took the cup, the cup of life, blessed it, and said, drink 
knowing that there is a cup of life overflowing with water, with possibility, with salvation and abundance. And it is overflowing for us all. Drink this and remember that. God, we stand before you ready to receive. Thanks be to God. Amen, amen. and amen. amen. Hello, everybody. My name is Molly Armstrong, and I joined the middle community in 2020. Why middle? In my personal and professional lives, I choose diversity, the richness of many communities coming together. I choose social justice, and for me, that is middle. Middle church people inspire and do. They don't congratulate themselves on themselves. They take their energy and they pour it into the, making the world a more just place. They bring every tool to the party. Beautiful art, learned theology, well-informed advocacy, and radical kindness. Are you a middle person? Maybe you've been checking us out, and I want to encourage you to take the next step. You can go to our website and click join. It's just that simple. I'm particularly reaching out to shy people like me. It's not intimidating. You will be met with warmth and kindness. Or maybe you are already a member. So think about somebody in your life who might benefit from the middle experience and reach out to them and encourage them to come with you. There's lots at middle besides Sunday morning worship. What are your gifts, interests, and needs? Can you sing? Do you want to learn to play the ukulele? or act, or write? Are you a person of certain age and wisdom? Do you seek the community and support of other queer black men? Do you want to help more people to vote, to feed folks that are hungry? Do you need a moment of quiet or a listening ear? Middle has it all. For me, I love the short gathering Wednesday mornings pray to rise. It helps keep me centered in the midst of my week. I also love all of the different talks and lectures and book readings. The Bell Hook series recently was off the chain. I also give financially. As a friend of mine says, you have to invest where you want things to continue and grow. Together we have a church to rebuild messages to share, injustices to be confronted, and kindnesses to be given to those in need. There are lots of ways to give. You can click on the QR code on your bulletin or online. You can drop money into the collection basket, or you can go to the website. I use Venmo. It makes me feel a little hip and up to date. <laughs> All right. So thanks again for spending this Sunday with us, and I hope you have a blessed week.
the usher coming forward with the collection.
Ushers are invited to bring the offering forward now, and we are all invited to stand as you are able as we bless these gifts.
and remain standing for our closing hymn. Holy and loving God, we thank you that we are never alone. In this call that Monique has reminded us today of community, of taking up our crosses, we are grateful that even in our giving, it is an act of community. When we have more than enough, God, we give. And we are grateful for that opportunity to keep places like middle full of community flowing. God, when we don't have enough, we are reminded that the community will interfere for us. The community will be here and make sure that we have also what we need. God, we bring here all that we are. Whatever it is that we are feeling, whatever it is that we need, we know that we are never alone. And we give you thanks now for these gifts that have been given in that Holy Spirit and in the belief that one day all will have enough. Bless these gifts in your many names. Amen. Amen. Sometimes you just got to give the spirit. You just got to give the spirit some room. Because you don't know other people's journey. You don't know their journey. But we're thankful today because we have community, Monique, and we can hold each other. Because when you truly get what never alone means, when you come up to the precipice, it's very real, but not more real than God. And so we're just thankful. We're thankful for you this morning, Middle, our onlineers who helped to hold the space for us. And so <laughs> we're going to go out trusting in God because it's who we have to be with today who holds us and uplifts us so that we are truly together as a community.
right, y'all. Trust in the Lord till I die. A uh, couple of housekeeping things before we go. One, thank God for labor unions on this Labor Day weekend. And two, we like to leave this space better than we found it. So please make sure that you take anything that you brought in with you back on out. Even if we gave you something, gonna take that out with you too, okay? We love you, we're so grateful for you all. Blessings on this week. Let me send you with the benediction. As our preacher said, it's not the perfection, it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the journey, it's the climb, it's the process. We are love learners. Can you feel the love tonight? And so go into this world continuing to learn God's love and then share what you have learned with others. Amen, go with God. <laughs>